Hey friend, do you have ADHD? Maybe, maybe not. It really doesn't matter because either way, you're so welcome here. Whether it's you or someone you live with that has the squirrely brain, I'm here to help. On this show, we'll be sharing perspective shifts and hacks and systems and routines that all work for people of all ages with neurodivergent brains. I spent the last almost decade working with students as a special education teacher and navigating my own ADHD. Whether you want someone to hold space for you or you want the tactical, tangible strategies, you're in the right place. I'm going to help you learn to let it be easy, work with your unique strengths, and move from scattered to simplified. And we're doing it all with positive perspective, self-compassion, and a whole lot of God's grace. Let's do this. What's up, guys? Back to school season is upon us. It is coming up fast. I've heard some of you are already back to school. So I'm sorry this didn't get to you ahead of time. But if you are currently in the process of transitioning out of summertime and looking for some tips, especially if you have a neurodivergent kiddo, I think that this will be a lot of help for you. So my very first tip is to start moving your bedtimes and wake times now push it back or like move it up whichever direction you know depending on bedtime wake time change it by like 15 minutes for a couple days then do 15 more minutes a couple days later so on so forth until you've backtracked to your ideal bedtime and wake time when it comes to school the next one is when possible prepare everything the night before Anything that you can possibly get ready, get it ready. Have lunches packed and sitting in the fridge ready to grab and go. Pick out your kiddos' outfits or let them pick them out. Have their backpack packed with their shoes by the door so that in the morning all they have to do is get themselves ready to walk out the door. They need to eat, go to the bathroom, get dressed, and then put on their shoes, backpack, grab their lunch, and they're ready to go. Something else that I was thinking about recently too is when you're doing this, all of this with your kiddos, get them involved as much as possible depending on their age and ask them what kind of things they need in the morning. Like some kids want to be able to have time to just like leisurely sit around and do their own thing for a little bit. Maybe they want to read a book or play with Legos before they have to go be a student all day. I know personally as an employee, I like to have some me time before I go work for somebody else all day long. So talk to them, figure out what they actually need, and give them the autonomy to give it a try. Now, along with this, I think the actual most important thing from this entire episode is you need to figure out how long it truly takes your kid to get ready. Like, the actual time. Not how much you think it should take them, or how much it takes them when you're all running around like chickens with your heads cut off in a panic, But how long it really takes when no one's in a rush and they can just get up and take their time. Do it in the middle of the day. Do it right before bedtime. Do it on a weekend morning. I don't really care when you test this out, but have your kiddo go through whatever their ideal morning routine is, which I'm going to talk about next, and time it. And then once you have it timed, you're going to add a buffer of about 10 minutes because inevitably the dog is going to barf or someone's not going to be able to find their shoe or whatever. Something's going to happen. And this ensures that you're not going to be late and stressed out. And if nothing happens and you have 10 extra minutes, awesome. Take your time getting to work. Okay. Enjoy it. All right. Now on to routines. This is number four. 
Routines are hard with kids with ADHD because like we need structure, but we also resent it. So something that I have been talking about here as of lately is flexible structures. So we're going to pair some structure with some flexibility. If there's too much structure, it's boring. They want nothing to do with it. If there's no structure, it's overwhelming. They want nothing to do with it. You have to find that sweet spot and it's going to differ a little bit child to child, but my general guideline for this is having time blocks with tasks. So the time block is the part that's the structure. And then the tasks are also part of the structure. The flexibility comes in when you let them choose what order they're going to do those tasks. So for example, if your child is a total fashionista and they want to spend 15 minutes really getting their outfit and their hair done, 20 minutes, whatever, and they only want to spend five minutes scarfing down breakfast real quick, okay. If one of your other children loves to eat a slow, leisurely breakfast and then get dressed real fast and leave in mismatched clothing, okay. Let them decide how those tasks get done. You give them the timeline. So here's your 30 minutes, your 45 minutes, your 20 minutes, whatever you figured out they needed based on your timing that we talked about earlier. You're going to then have their tasks written down. This is the other really important part. Do not expect your child, especially if they have ADHD or any other kind of executive functioning challenges, don't expect them to hold those three to seven-ish tasks in their brain every morning. Some mornings, they're not going to have to look at their list at all and they're going to be really on it. Other mornings, their brain is going to feel like mashed potatoes and they're not going to know what to do. And then they're going to be running late or coming and asking you what they're supposed to do next or whatever. So you can make this really visual. You could print out pictures of each thing they need to do. You could even take pictures of the different areas in your house when you guys like do the timing and take pictures of them doing each task and put them up. Um, I would really try to keep their morning routine at like three to five items, depending on the child's age. I think around five is probably good. And, um, just, just make sure that whatever you're asking them is like developmentally appropriate and try to not do anything that's going to stress them out. So like if they do start running late, don't start screaming at them. I know it's hard because you're feeling rushed too. But like, honestly, is it the end of the world if someone ends up late somewhere? No, unless it's like a true life or death or safety issue. It's not the time and place to talk about it. You know, like later that day when everyone is calm and like maybe at dinner time, then have that conversation of, hey, you know, this morning I noticed that we were running kind of late. What happened? And get their point of view, figure out what happened because maybe you know, but maybe you don't. Maybe you don't know what their issue was that morning. You know, maybe they put on their socks and then they realized that their sock was really uncomfortable. And so they had to go all the way back in and then they couldn't find another sock because their socks were already supposed to be laid out, but then it wasn't comfortable. And so then they got into this whole tizzy of a sock situation And maybe they never said anything about it, but they're feeling really stressed out and dysregulated because of it. So have a conversation with them, figure out what went wrong, then let them know your concern about, okay, well, I want to 
I want to do what I can to support you so we can make it out on time tomorrow. What do you think we need to do differently tonight? And again, stop, listen, give them some time to come up with a solution on their own. Kids need chances to practice problem solving skills and this is a great time to do it. This also gives them ownership over the tasks that they're doing every single day. So give them a chance to actually try to solve the problem themselves. And if they don't have a solution, then give out a couple ideas that are mutually beneficial and see how it goes. Okay, sorry, I got off on a little bit of a tangent there, but I just feel like that one's really important because when you are yelling at your kid before they have to go to school, it's not fun for any of you. Okay, last one that I um, want to make sure I share today is to try to have fun. You know, like, try to do something fun in the morning. Maybe breakfast gets to be a time when you guys all get to bond. Maybe it's too crazy and that doesn't work. Maybe, sorry about my phone, maybe um, you guys rotate which kiddo gets to pick a song for the drive to school that morning. Or um, if you only have one child, then maybe let them pick every day and you guys have sing-along car karaoke the whole way there. You know, try to do something in the morning that's just going to bond you guys and set everyone up for a positive day and get you started on the right foot. All right. I hope that you found some of these tips helpful. Going to recap real quick. Um, Number one, start moving your bedtimes and wake times like now and make it a little bit less abrupt once you actually have to get up early. Second one, prep as many things as possible in the evening. Get your kiddos involved with this. Just make sure that they're mostly prepared so A, they're not thinking about it. You're not thinking about it. Nobody's up worried about it all night. And in the morning, everything is going to go so much smoother. Third, probably the absolute most important of this whole episode, time how long it actually takes your children to do their morning routine. Do not just assume that you know how much time they need or that the amount of time that you think they need is all they should need. Figure out how long it actually takes them and then bless them by letting them take that amount of time. And then... Along with that, try out the time blocks and the tasks, okay? So you give them the time block, you give them a list of tasks, and then give them the freedom to complete the tasks in whatever way and order they want. Just give it a shot, see how it goes. Last one, try to have fun. I know it can be hard, we're all stressful, we get stuck in the day-to-day motions, but like when you really stop and think about it, what the heck is the most important thing right now? Is it really that important that everyone gets to work and school not late one day? You know, like if you're chronically late, I understand your frustration. But if you've been on time every single day and you have one morning when things are, is just a dumpster fire, don't let it derail everyone's entire day. Just stop, take a deep breath and remember what's most important. The people that you're spending your life with right there. Okay. And then problem solve how to move forward next time. All right. I hope this helped you in some way. Let me know if you liked episodes like this, um, especially school-related stuff, structure-related stuff. I would love to hear your input. Send me a DM on Instagram at createdbycheska, and I would love to hear your thoughts. I will see you next week. Bye. Hey, you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so happy to have been part of your day. If you love this episode, would you please consider sharing it on your Instagram stories and tagging me? This way, I know what you're loving and what to make more of. I'll see you next week. Bye.